You are listening to the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, February 21st, 2021. Subject, Mind, Golden Text, Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Responsive Reading Proverbs If thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness, and judgment, and equity, yea, every good path. I will read from the Bible, Psalm. For ever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. O how love I thy law! It is my meditation, all the day. Thou, through thy commandments, hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. 1 Kings Hiram king of Tyre sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father, for Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build an house unto the name of the Lord his God for the wars which were about him on every side until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that they hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants, 
and unto thee will I give hire for thy servants, according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass, when Hiram heard the words of Solomon, that he rejoiced greatly, and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire. And Solomon gave Hiram twenty thousand measures of wheat for food to his household, and twenty measures of pure oil. Thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom, as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and they too made a league together. Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, O my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night, because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight, and took my son from beside me, while thine handmaid slept, and laid it in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son which I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one, and half to the other. Then spake the woman, whose the living child was, unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, O my Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. 
And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Proverbs Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honour. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is every one that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. Jeremiah Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercise loving kindness judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Mind, the only I or us, the only spirit, soul, divine principle, substance, life, truth, love. The one God, not that which is in man, but the divine principle, or God, of whom man is the full and perfect expression. Deity, which outlines, but is not outlined. Mind, supreme over all its formations, and governing them all, is the central sun of its own systems of ideas, the life and light of all its own vast creation. And man is tributary to divine mind. Man, the compound idea of infinite spirit, the spiritual image and likeness of God, the full representation of mind. Mind creates his own likeness in ideas, and the substance of an idea is very far from being the supposed substance of non-intelligent matter. Hence, the father mind is not the father of matter. In the infinitude of mind, matter must be unknown. 
symbols and elements of discord and decay are not products of the infinite, perfect, and eternal all. From love and from the light and harmony, which are the abode of spirit, only reflections of good can come. All things beautiful and harmless are ideas of mind. Mind creates and multiplies them, and the product must be mental. Mind is the source of all movement, and there is no inertia to retard or check its perpetual and harmonious action. Mind is the same life, love, and wisdom, yesterday and today, and forever. Matter and its effects, sin, sickness, and death, are states of mortal mind, which act, react, and then come to a stop. They are not facts of mind. They are not ideas, but illusions. Principle is absolute. It admits of no error, but rests upon understanding. The starting point of divine science is that God, Spirit, is all in all, and that there is no other might nor mind. That God is love, and therefore he is divine principle. Divine metaphysics, as revealed to spiritual understanding, shows clearly that all is mind, and that mind is God, omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience, that is, all power, all presence, all science. Hence, all is in reality the manifestation of mind. The one ego, the one mind or spirit called God, is infinite individuality, which supplies all form and comeliness, and which reflects reality and divinity in individual spiritual man and things. Man reflects infinity, and this reflection is the true idea of God. God expresses in man the infinite idea, forever developing itself, broadening and rising higher and higher from a boundless basis. Mind manifests all that exists in the infinitude of truth. We know no more of man as the true divine image and likeness than we know of God. The understanding that the ego is mind, and that there is but one mind or intelligence, begins at once to destroy the errors of mortal sense and to supply the truth of immortal sense. This understanding makes the body harmonious. It makes the nerves, bones, brain, etc. servants instead of masters. 
If man is governed by the law of divine mind, his body is in submission to everlasting life and truth and love. The great mistake of mortals is to suppose that man, God's image and likeness, is both matter and spirit, both good and evil. When sufficiently advanced in science to be in harmony with the truth of being, men become seers and prophets involuntarily, controlled not by demons, spirits or demigods, but by the one spirit. It is the prerogative of the ever-present divine mind and of thought which is in rapport with this mind to know the past, the present, and the future. Acquaintance with the science of being enables us to commune more largely with the divine mind, to foresee and foretell events which concern the universal welfare, to be divinely inspired, yea, to reach the range of fetterless mind. To understand that mind is infinite, not bounded by corporeality, not dependent upon the ear and eye for sound or sight, nor upon muscles and bones for locomotion, is a step towards the mind science by which we discern man's nature and existence. The exterminator of error is the great truth that God, good, is the only mind and that the suppositious opposite of infinite mind, called devil or evil, is not mind, is not truth, but error, without intelligence or reality. There can be but one mind, because there is but one God, and if mortals claimed no other mind, and accepted no other, sin would be unknown. We can have but one mind, if that one is infinite. We bury the sense of infinitude when we admit that although God is infinite, evil has a place in this infinity. For evil can have no place where all space is filled with God. God is the creator of man, and the divine principle of man remaining perfect, the divine idea or reflection man remains perfect. Man is the expression of God's being. If there ever was a moment when man did not express the divine perfection, then there was a moment when man did not express God, and consequently, a time when deity was unexpressed, that is, without entity. If man has lost perfection, then he has lost his perfect principle, the divine mind. If man ever existed without this perfect principle or mind, then man's existence was a myth. The relations of God and man, divine principle and idea, 
are indestructible in science, and science knows no lapse from nor return to harmony, but holds the divine order or spiritual law in which God and all that he creates are perfect and eternal, to have remained unchanged in its eternal history. I will now read The Three Daily Duties by Mary Baker Eddy, as given in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this Church to pray each day. Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson is prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com.